Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. So I just want to say greetings to everyone here on the call. And as you can see, my name is Kathy Colson. I'm from British Columbia, Canada. And I'm just the tech host tonight. Our team from Canada would like to welcome you. And we're part of the Global Watch International Program. And it's Thursday, October 27th, 2022 at 8 p.m. Pacific time, which is Friday, 6 a.m. Jerusalem time. And of course, as this call is being recorded. And so now I'm just going to pass it on to Karen and she will be our facilitator. Okay. So here we go. <laughs> it's always delightful seeing more and more of you, you pop in and to see familiar faces over the years, actually. And I just really wanted to acknowledge each nation represented. So I know South Africa is here. That was you, Angelina. Angelina, was that you from South? Oh, so I. That was that. Oh, that was Joe. Sorry. That's me. Okay. So let me know other. That's you, Joe. Okay. From South. So we have South Africa and we have a number from Germany. We had to leave Germany October 19th. That We were there for a month. Love Germany. Can't wait to go back next year. <laughs> and so what other, aside from Canada, what other nations do we have here? Yes. My name's from where? Sorry. From California in the United States. Okay, United States. Good. Any other countries? Angelica, oh, Australia. Australia, yes. Okay, we have a few people from Australia. That's awesome. Any other nations represented? Andrew and Debbie are from uh, UK. Okay, the UK, perfect. Okay. So it's always exciting to gather with the nations and we Canada Watch wants to welcome um, each one of you and the nations that you represent. We are so honored that you have taken the time and joined us during this hour. And we, we are excited for what the Lord has for us together. And um, we really feel we really we really feel that when we gather at this place of meeting at this altar of the Lord that this as we come in Christ in in his name and for his purposes that this ground even though it's through the airway this ground is holy ground and so we want to present ourselves to our heavenly father to Abba as his sons as his daughters as brothers and sisters one to another and we come in into this time together in the glory that he has given us to be one, that we would be one with him and one with one another. This is our position as watchmen on the wall. And we just invite wholeheartedly the Father, the Son, and the Spirit and to carry us through this time. And we do want to say, Heneni, here we are together, Abba for your pleasure, for your purposes, and for your glory. And I know a little bit in a few minutes, Kwaking will formally introduce our guest speaker, but right now I just want to welcome you, Sarah, 
It is a joy to have you with us. It's just personally, I want to thank you for the tremendous impact that you have had on my life, on my kind of growth in, in, in the prayer and in wisdom of the Lord's leading. Both Kathy and I have known Sarah for, I'm pretty sure, 20 years or maybe a little bit more. So I just wanted to thank you personally, Sarah. And we're so grateful that you are here with us, joining us and to sharing, sharing what's on your heart from the Father to us. So we thank you. And Heather, I'd like to call you forward and Heather wants to pray a blessing over the nations. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this opportunity to meet together. What a joy it is to reach across the world in harmony because we all love you and you have brought us together as brothers and sisters in Christ. That position of honor of being able to come and chew because of the blood of Jesus Christ that cleanses us and sanctifies us, reconciles us to you, Lord. It's just wonderful. Tonight, Lord, I just want to release the blessing upon the nations and the people that are represented here. Lord, we just, we ask for a special serendipitous grace to go out, to bring peace and to bring hope and a energy of sharing the gospel. I just felt as I was thinking about it tonight that your word needs to go out, Lord. So we ask for a way for that to happen and to bless our nations that are represented here, Lord. Would you bring us closer together as well and to help us just to be knitted together in appreciation, in respect, and to just glorify you because we do care for one another. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Heather. And Kathy has a song for us. And as I was thinking about our time this evening through throughout the day, I just came back, I just kept on coming back to actually the name of the song, which is Fresh Wind. And I really feel that it's on our Father's heart that we would experience his fresh wind this evening with one another. And Kathy, if you could put on the song. Also, after the song, kind of feel that there might be a few people who would just want to pray out responsively to, to the message in the song. Thanks, Kathy. It broke up a little bit, but we certainly got the gist of it. And if we could have a few, I'll open up in prayer, just a few people praying just in response to the words of the song. Father, it is, you know, today actually here. And so I just want, Father, thank you for your winds. Thank you above all for the wind of your presence. This is what we are waiting for. This is what we long for. This is what we are hungry and thirsty for. And I do want to say we can hear the winds. We can hear your winds stirring up even stirring up in us individually together, even as we meet, even as we meet here. Let your fresh wind blow, let it brood over us and let it have your way. And Lord, we also welcome the winds of change because we know that you're not mm -hmm. stagnant. You don't remain the same, but you're always doing new things. 
and we don't want to put you in a box. We don't want to stay stuck in, in what was, but we want to move forward with your new season, with your new plans, with your new ways. Lord, we want, as Moses said, he wanted to know your ways. He wanted to see your glory. And Father, we're like that. We want not just to see your glory, but we want to know mm -hmm. your ways. And even tonight, Lord, we ask for even greater revelation of your ways and that anything in us that resists the changes, the winds of change, Lord, we, we just bend into those winds. We want to, you know, don't resist them, but we want to allow those winds to take us where we need to go. And even mm -hmm. if it's not what we're thinking or what we're, what we preconceived ideas we've had, where we want what you want and we want to be open and we want to be pliable and we want to be flexible. Thank you. Heavenly Father, we want more of your anointing, Lord. We thank you. We praise you, Lord. The more we get, Lord, the more we can work, Father, for the glory, Lord, mm -hmm. for your glory, Father. Lord, we ask that you'll anoint mm -hmm. the speaker, Father, speak through her, Lord. Touch each and every year that will be listening, mm -hmm. Father. And let the yeah. words come out of her mouth to touch our hearts, Lord, and to be deeply rooted in it, not just mm -hmm. to hear and go to be deeply rooted in it lord we thank you for your word and we thank you holy spirit that you're with us you're so patient lord and we love you and we thank you in the name of jesus we pray amen amen thank you Shanta. thank you lord that we are to follow lord jesus you said follow me and thank you holy spirit that you have your way in and through us a new mm -hmm. and a fresh every moment that you are moving and help us to follow you. Thank you that you have prepared us into vessels of your mercy. It was your mercy that prepares us, that has prepared us, Lord, that we can carry your glory, that we can carry your presence, that you empower us into us, Father, and you teach us, Lord. Thank you that we know that we are on your hand. You teach us. You teach our hands to fight and you have uh, our fingers to war, our hands to war, our fingers to fight. And I thank you that we are really following, that you are our, our Father and that we, Father, you say, enter your rest, that we can walk and follow you and walk with you every step out of this position of rest, of yeah. shalom, of peace, of you being, Lord, that we are the people that are sitting at your feet and receiving and, and watching and hearing and doing what we see the Father doing. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Yes. Thanks, Yuta. Kwa King, would you do the honor of introducing Sarah Maynard to us? I love to. I've known Sarah for a long time, and but first of all, I just say it is an honor for me to be in this position of introducing you, Sarah. And it's been she is a mother, she's a wife, but she especially she is a grandmother. So we've got that connection, and she has been in the prayer, the the ministry of prayer for a long time. I've known her for probably twenty years, around twenty years. I met her when we were involved in the national prayer movement 
And she was leading the prayer leaders of that movement. And also after that, she, I just want to briefly say, because I, this is much bigger than who she is. I know that what she does is only part of what she, who she is. And mm -hmm. she's also, she started the House of Prayer online, the Red Leaf House of Prayer online. That was, what, 15 years ago? And so she's a foreigner. There are a lot of things that she does that at the time that nobody else was doing, and she's doing it. And we have a track together and we have traveled together to the different gatherings. And sometimes we will be able to persuade her to, to cross the pond and come over to our little city of Victoria and hang out with us. And she's been done that quite a few times, our city intercessors. So, and so she's a mentor and a teacher. But above all else, I just want to say that Sarah is a good friend and she is a good friend of Jesus. She loves Jesus and it comes mm -hmm. out from everything that she does. And she comes out of, she does it out of love for Jesus and love for our, us as well as the body of Christ. And I appreciate that very much more than all. She is a great teacher. There's no doubt about that, but I just appreciate her spirit, the spirit of loving, loving us and just hanging out with us. So she's written two mm -hmm. books. We got an author among us. And the one book that mm -hmm. is like a, my, my manual, when you want to pray for Canada, you almost need mm -hmm. this book. Can I see it? Canadian Mantle of Revival. And it's a, all the, it's a testimony of what happened in Canada, how God used some, a lot of the people and the events that shaped, shaped our nation. So it's almost like a, it's a must must read book, must have book if you're praying for Canada. And the other one is called, I know that she spent over two years writing this. It's called The Prayer Above All Prayers. Mm. It's on the Lord's Prayer. And I know that she has said that she has spent two years praying every day the Lord's Prayer before she wrote this book. So it's a very much an in-depth study of the Lord's Prayer. There again, it's a very amazing book. So, Forerunner, pioneer. Do you know we were the first one to hear about Zoom over 10 years ago when Sarah introduced us to Zoom? So she is not just a pioneer of the spiritual, she's also a pioneer of the technology, just so you know. Welcome, Sarah, to this little group. And I look forward to what you have to say because I know that the Lord has really been walking with you and you've been listening very carefully to what he's saying about the season that we're in and that we are all in transition. Some people would say it's more than transition, it's like big shift. So let me pray for you so you can. Father, I thank you for this friend of mine, a friend that I respect and honor. She's also a mentor. And I thank you, Lord, that with her humble spirit, she was willing to come and share with us what she is seeing prophetically into this hour, this season in this world. And we all know that there's a big shift happening in this world, but we really need to hear what the Lord is doing, what the Lord is saying. And I just appreciate her so much for coming. And we look forward to hearing it from, her, from the heart of the Lord. So uh, will you please sharpen our ears, stir our heart to hear what you have to say. We just want to tune into the spirit with this woman of God and what she's going to be sharing with us for the next half hour. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much, Joaquin. 
Can you guys all hear me okay? Yeah, thumbs up. So good. And it's just so great to see all of you and just to know that you're coming from all kinds of different nations and you say, have the same heart for prayer and for seeing your nations really touched and for harvest, for revival, for the work of the Lord to really prosper. Thank you also, Karen and Kathy, for the invitation. And it's just really an honor to be here. And a special hello to Elizabeth Garman. I see her name there. Elizabeth's an, also an old friend that just really treat to be able to run together for so long. But just to give you a little bit of a background, you've heard a little bit about me already. I'm going to try to move through this really quickly because I know you've got a very specific defined time that you're here and it doesn't just flow and ramble into hour after hour. You're coming from all different time zones and want to really respect your time. But just to give you a little bit of a context of who I am, you've heard already from Kwak Ying and from, from Karen on that. But in 1999, so this is how old I am. I'm just really ancient, I think. <laughs> 1999, the Lord called me to sell my business and to begin to build the House of Prayer in Canada. And that was before any House of Prayer had started. We were just hearing about the rumblings that were happening in Kansas City. So a team of us went down and we in in April of 2000, the Vancouver House of Prayer, and gave leadership to that for a number of years. And then from that, as has been mentioned, felt like the Lord was saying to me to actually shift the focus from just our local city to the whole nation. There have been a lot of invitations to come and teach in different places. And so it seemed as though there was a real hunger across Canada. Now, Canada is the second largest nation in the world and very sparse population. So we're really spread out. And so something like Zoom is brilliant for us because it just takes hours to get to each other. And sometimes we have really bad weather. And so Zoom is fantastic. And we started off actually our Red Leaf House of Prayer. We started that, I think it was, gosh, it was maybe 2006. And I'd have to look it up. <laughs> I forget these things. And we started off and started on conference calls, like the old conferencecall.com, dial in free conference calls. We had several reception. People were always getting dropped. I think Kathy and Karen and Joaquin were all part of those days. And it was, and it cost us so much money because we had these long distance bills, but somehow people just kept coming back because they were so hungry for prayer. And then when we were able to switch to Zoom, it was fantastic. We grew to about 45 no, I guess it was pretty close to 47 prayer meetings per week with about 20 different leaders leading those times and about 60 different denominations represented about 450 people. So really a fun, powerful, glorious time of intercession and did that for quite a number of years. I just recently phased out of that and handed the leadership off to others. But as well as that, spent a lot of time traveling the nation, doing schools of prayer, teaching conferences, all this. So it's been, it's been, it's been a busy 20 years <laughs> and really so enjoyed seeing some of the things that God's done through that time. But something started to happen for me in 2016. The Lord spoke to me in January and he said, Sarah, I want you to pray the Lord's Prayer daily. And I knew when he said that, what he meant was not just 
the 22 seconds that it takes or the 20 seconds, depending on how fast you talk, to just pray it straight through, but to pray it in a an extended way in a use it as like the structure or the just the template of that that gives it the framework and then pray the rest of my heart and the prayers from my heart into that and so it would take about an hour and I started to do that in 2016 and I haven't stopped now I mentioned that because I think that's when everything started to change for me daily and praying for God's kingdom to come and really leaning into that. And things began to shift in my heart. Boy, I began to see all kinds of more answers to prayer than I had ever seen before. But things began to shift in my heart and the Lord started to reveal things and draw me into a completely different place in my prayer life. So 2017, he spoke to me and this was something I was not prepared for at all. I had no expectation that this was coming, but he said just very simply that the house of prayer movement has peaked. And I sort of went, what? No, can't be. Like that doesn't jive with what I was expecting at all. But what I intuitively knew is because you know what it's like when the Lord speaks to you, he doesn't have to use very many words to communicate really big thoughts. He can say a few words and you understand. It's almost as if his words are pregnant with revelation. And so what he meant was not that houses of prayer were going to cease to exist, but that the house of prayer movement had hit a point of a peak and now it was going to shift and something different was going to be happening. And I knew when he said this, that what he was was talking about was that the spirit of prayer that had been activated and nurtured and cultivated almost like in a greenhouse in greenhouse conditions that spirit of prayer that had been stirred up and cared for in the house of prayer movement was actually going to be transplanted into the local church and it was going to be the local church that was going to become, in a sense, the house of prayer. So it's not at all that the Lord was saying that there was going to be decline in prayer, but actually an increase of prayer, and it was going to look different. Now, my first thought when he said this to me was, I expected maybe more churches were going to add a house of prayer ministry onto them, like a bolting on of the house of prayer ministry onto the local church. And I soon discovered as I sought the Lord, that wasn't at all what he meant, that he intends for the spirit of prayer to actually be so infusing the local church that that what we do, how we walk, the programs, the different ways that we function within the local church would become more and more infused with prayer, that it would become the fabric of the local church. Now, does that mean that everybody suddenly identifies as an intercessor? Maybe, but unlikely. But even still, there would be this great cultivation of prayer within the local church. Now, when I heard this as well, I started to realize that I had perhaps not had the same kind of vision for the local church that Jesus had. (laughs) In fact, 
I started to get really convicted. And this is one of the things with have a, a bit of a calling to be a pioneer. And that's already been mentioned to be a bit of a forerunner. Now, that is not a compliment. That means that you get to be the person that goes first and gets mo- the most things wrong. That you get to be the person that just that the false starts and leads the, a path that turns out down a cul-de-sac. And so you get to make more mistakes and everybody else gets to know that those are things that you shouldn't do. That you learn from each other, watching each other. And this is a part of what the Lord has invited me into is to, to pioneer. And I'm trying to envision what would this look like and becoming more and more convicted that my heart for the local church is actually not very, and it's not very much like Jesus's heart. And I began to realize that I had a low view of the church, that I expected not very much of the local church. It was more there as the duty that you would go to church. And of course I would enjoy it, but I got really excited about prayer and about being in places of prayer with my friends and couldn't imagine that same kind of dynamic happening in the local church. But the Lord is on the move. And I believe that this is one of the main things that he's doing right now in our hour. Of course, you're well aware that 2017 was just a few years before this great very strange era of COVID hits us. And oh my goodness, what a change that has brought to the church. Some of you will be able to testify that maybe it's been something that has been profound in your setting. Others, you might say that's actually not been that much of a big deal. We've just carried on. But I think globally, and certainly as I've talked to leaders in the United States and in Canada, I was just talking to a pastor last week. I was in Ottawa and was, was visiting with a pastor who's very, got some leadership in the local ministerial. And he's saying that about 30% of their church hasn't come back. 30% of their congregation is gone. And my youngest son is a pastor of a large Baptist church. He would say the same thing. They probably lost a couple of thousand people. There's just been a huge shift and change in the local church. 